Hello and welcome back to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm your usual host, James, and I am joined by Matt. Your usual secondary person, Matt, yes. (laughs) (laughs) We've got something to talk about, Matt. Have we? We've got something to address to the listeners. What have you done? What have, well, what have you said? Or what have you done? It's not what I've said. You've done something. It's not what I've done. You've done something. It's not what I've done. Hey, you we'll have less of that. <laughs> <laughs> For those of the listeners that tried last week's episode, uh, we had a few people come back to us and say that the episode cuts off midway through. And I honestly don't know how it happened. We uploaded the podcast as normal, and then for some reason, on every different podcast platform that you try to listen to the podcast on, it was each a a different length for each app. I don't know if you noticed that as well, Matt. Yeah, I had a few people saying that as well. It was like, some was 28 minutes, some was like 32 minutes, so it didn't really make sense why they were... (laughs) All different lengths. It was a strange one, and it cut off midway through our guest Evans' quiz. Now, just for those of you that want to know, he scored 14 points and overall did very well, to be fair to him. From an American from across the pond, did very well. But if you do want to listen to last week's episode for anything that you did miss, or you just want to hear the questions from the quiz, if you delete the podcast and re-download it, it should be spot on, and there shouldn't be an issue with it. So, apologies from us for that. But this week, we've got a full-length episode. <laughs> we, well, touch, touch wood. wood. Yeah, touch wood. Let's hope it actually publishes okay. <laughs> um, well, I suppose we just best dive in, really. Straight into the... Just crack on, eh? Crack and dilly-ding, dilly-dong, Claudio's back in style. Get them to win the title next season, 5,000 to 1. You know it. Place your bets now, people. You Place your it. bets. You know Pounds on. Yeah. At first, it, it looked a bit shaky because Southampton got yeah. a pretty early lead. Within about 20 minutes, Armstrong, who grabs his first league goal for Southampton. I signing from Celtic. Gets a brace in this game, so not bad. Um, not bad for the lad. Speaking of braces, Mitro on fire. Passes metros on fire. <laughs> I'll get it. If he scores again next week, I'll get it. I know it's in the past, but I will get it. Um, fun fact about Fulham. Okay. They're the only team in all of the top four English divisions to not have registered a single clean sheet this season. To be fair, Carly and I must be close to that. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'll, I'll trust your facts true. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's it just it oh, it's been poor their defending. Of course it we've put it about numerous times numerous matches that the defence has no structure, no shape, and they all just play just go all go wondering anyway, so yeah. it's not a real surprise. Um They look they looked a lot better this game though, gotta give them credit. Well they managed to only concede two goals, so yeah, did alright this game. <laughs> They were a lot better quality goals, though. Harder to, to prevent. <laughs> true. Very true. Very true. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, Mitro, whilst we were talking about him as well, he has more headed goals than any other Premier League player this season after his headed opener. So, 
is he actually going to be the Marata of last season, score about 20 headers in the first half of the season and just vanish well, off the face of the earth for the second half? He's got seven goals for the season now, I believe. And yeah. the first five came around September time. Yeah. Not a bit earlier. So. I remember people raving about having him in the fantasy football team at the start of the season because he was netting for fun. I yeah, do remember that. Did he not get a hat trick early on? He could have. Or oh, okay, oh, a few braces. Sure. I can't remember yeah. exactly, but he did really well early on and then just sort of disappeared a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think he's a he's a tough personality to manage. I think. Um... Well, it's well known about his mentality and his um, temperament. He's. Already got quite a few red cards and and on FM his aggression's twenty, which is the highest you can get, so he's he's an interesting character at least. Yeah. He is indeed. But what about Ryan Sessignon? That touch, touch. That touch on that wing brings it down, skips his man beautifully, <laughs> and then the ball across to Shirler, who doesn't usually score tappings, he usually scores the screamers himself, but yeah. poor. it was brilliant. Uh, absolutely beautiful play by Ryan Sessignon. Like, his ball across was inch perfect. All Shirley had to do, Shirley had to do was just get his foot on it. Yeah, just went in. Literally, like it rolled That's all he had to do. Anyone, anyone could have put that in. Yeah, literally. Really good play by... By the young lad. But hopefully, Sessignon gets a string of decent games together now and starts, like, improving. Yeah. Gets yeah, a bit more... He needs, like... What's the word I'm looking for? Mature in the I'm, Premier League. Like I think he's just more adjusting to the different level. Yeah. I think it's more a case of that. But, yeah, he's obviously showed his talent last season. He was young player of the year in the Championship at the age of... Well, definitely majority of the season at 17, if all of it, so... Yeah. There you go. Young, young English talent. It's bleeding Aye. through the cracks. Oh, absolutely. But Great time. Pure brilliance from Armstrong once more. What a beautiful leveller. Um, I've, I've scored better, but no, it was a great goal. <laughs> it was a great goal. Absolutely beautiful. There's literally nothing you could have done about it. Like, oh, absolutely not. You can't take anything away from the keeper. Zero chance. It was just a good hit. Yeah. But it only took Tullum. Um, Tullum? <laughs> it only took Fulham 10 minutes and they like were that. back in front. And it's that man, Mitro. So is that just a mixture of Fulham and 10 minutes amalgamated together there for Tullum? I think so, yeah. I, I think, think that's what you were doing. <laughs> Tullum. You can make that work. Tullum, that's 10 minutes to go Fulham. That's, that's what it stands for. Yeah, that's but, um, <laughs> but yeah, obviously Mitro got his second just uh, then. So it'd be interesting to see if he can carry on this form now. And obviously having a new yeah. manager in charge might just give him a bit of new lease of life. So We know what Claudio's like. We're getting strikers to score week in, week out, don't we? It's eleven. Uh, it's Evan. <laughs> Jimmy Barney. Oh, yeah. Um, pressure now on Mark Hughes. Quite heavily, do you think? I've been saying this for months. He should have been probably sacked before Yukanovic. But... I think he should. <laughs> looking at looking at these results, they've played twenty-one games in the Premier League under Hughes. Won three, drawn eleven, and lost eleven. I don't know how. I'm sure. 
I reckon I could have managed um, Southampton to more wins in that tie. Like three wins out of twenty-one games. That's really bad. You got you got to think about some of the teams as well that you'd come up against. You got like you like so Huddersfield. No disrespect yeah. to these teams, obviously, but Huddersfield, Fulham is obviously one as well. Um, even Burnley, when they're like as they are at the minute, you could mm. get a few points off Burnley. Gosh, West can. Ham, like. They're well, teams that they should be picking points up against. Well, obviously, one three they've drawn eleven. Yeah. So it's not as if they've been getting battered every game. It's just that they needed. I should, honestly think they should be getting more out of Charlie Austin, and because Charlie yeah. Austin's probably one of the best natural finishers in the Premiership. He just doesn't score enough for this Southampton team. He's been at other teams where he scored goals for fun. Yeah. For here, it just doesn't seem to be clicking. But obviously, there's some games he doesn't even start, and obviously, we all. Remember his rant the other week why he didn't get a goal allowed for him. So, <laughs> well, blame VAR for one of those results because obviously they probably would have won that match if that goal did stand in the end. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely, Mackie like probably should be looking over his shoulder to see who might be coming in to replace him. Yeah, um, he's running on a tightrope, really, isn't he? Absolutely. He must be. He must be favourite for the next managerial second. Let's just do the usual winging of sky bets right now for this. They're not gonna kick someone like Warnock out, who's a blessing. To I don't. Dream. I don't think they'll sack Warnock. I, 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 I don't think. think I don't think Cardiff are expecting anything this season. No. Like <laughs> when they lose, they're happy <laughs> as long as it's only one nil. <laughs> oh god! Sorry, Carly Ranieri specials to win the Premier League, mind you. Uh, to win to win the Premier League season as full of manager, one thousand five hundred to one. Sorry, I just thought I'd throw that in for the Ranieri bit. Just um, sorry, Manu specials. Where is? I love oh. it how they've lowered the odds though. There's no next Premiership manager to be sacked. That's a weird one. Not me after that. You have Ran- to Google. Yeah, we'll have to. Oh. The all they got is Ranieri specials, Shrewsbury Town manager, AFC. Oh, next permanent Man United manager Zidane's favourite for that still. <laughs> it's still about <laughs> right back to the, the actual point we're on about right now uh, oh Mark Hughes manager sack odds oh no yeah. Pre- Premier oh yeah well yeah Mark Hughes odds to be sacked next that's the one oh Google I think it's a common Google search that <laughs> that came up very easily <laughs> oh Paddy Power to the rescue here Paddy Power to the rescue Good old Paddy. Mark, okay, next manager to be sacked in the Premiership is Mark Hughes at one to two. Then it's <laughs> Neil, Neil Warnock at eleven to one. So Mark Hughes is getting sacked next, unless someone yeah. does something mental. Yeah, I can't really think of anyone else off the top of my head that's not doing great at the minute. Like before the season, oh, I said or Mourinho at United. <laughs> <laughs> Before the season started, I would have said Warnock, but I don't think they like sack him. him. Yeah, I, like I said just before, I don't think Cardiff had great expectations this season. Like the the most high profile sign was Harry Arter on loan. He used to play for Carlo, by the way. But it's like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? It's it's not as if they've yeah, set no. out to spend a fortune. They haven't done a Fulham spend close to hundred mil to stay in the Premiership this season. They've come up and pretty much stayed the same squad they got promoted with. Yeah, so. 
Yeah. They might just be doing it for a, a bit of a financial payday. Go get one season, spend a little, then get a few years of parachute payments, and maybe come back with a lot stronger squad in a couple of seasons' time, maybe. But you still know. Possibly. It's yeah. still, still only November. They might go in like a 10 game unbeaten one run of win. Checking Chelsea to it. Challenge, challenge for Europe. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we'll talk about Spurs Chelsea anyway, where it was a bit of a thigh rubber, this one, wasn't it? Oh, it's great stuff, this. Mm, love a good old thigh rubber. <laughs> really didn't expect it to pan out the way it did, especially with Spurs going two up really early on. Yeah. But, um, fun fact about William. Played a total of 92 games since the start of last season for club and country. That so that's 92 life. games in a space of 14 months. Well, 15, 14 months. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot of football. My legs are just sore thinking of that. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily full games. But still. But he's, he's had that's, his part in 92 that's still, games. That's still training as well in between matches yeah. and stuff like that. And... Go yeah, see that's... your family, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it was a lovely glancing header from Ali to open the scoring for Spurs. But Spurs just started on fire. Yeah, Chelsea didn't start at all, really, in this match. And Deli Ali's form's definitely picked because obviously last season there was yeah. talks of him potentially being dropped by him because Jesse Lingard was in such good form. They're like, should yeah. Lingard be ahead of Deli Ali? But Deli Ali's definitely having a better season than he did last season, I think. I feel, anyways. Yeah, is um, see the the thing I find quite um annoying about when people view Deli Ali is they compare the fact that he's not scoring goals. But he's mm. a midfielder; he shouldn't be scoring week in week out. And when he does, it is great. Yeah, but people people are used to the old Frank Lampards and stuff now, aren't they? They like because oh, yeah. he because Deli Ali does tend to play off behind the strike. Well, in between the striker and the flat midfield, he does roam a little bit, but. There's an argument maybe that he should score more goals, but he still offers Tottenham an awful lot. In this oh, team, yeah. So. Like, there's, you can tell when he's there and when he's not there. Yeah. Like Tottenham are, I wouldn't say a completely different team, but they, they haven't got as many options going forwards when they've not got Ali in the mix. Plus, he's got a really good um, understanding of Harry Kane, I think. I think those two play extremely well together. Yeah, really do. Um, there was a, a big shout from Chelsea not long after um, mm. Ali had got the opener, uh, for a penalty. Our, our boy, Juan Foyth. Mm. <laughs> it goes from hero to zero to hero to zero. <laughs> uh, the, there was a push in the back from Foyth on Hazard. From what I remember, I, I'll be honest, I, I, I do remember I watched the incident I think yeah. I think at the time I thought it wasn't a penalty. I thought it was soft. I thought Hazard went down too easily, but I think that's what it was. I thought it was top of my head. <laughs> there, there is there is a little bit of that to it. Hazard does go down quite easily, but yeah, I saw it at an angle where it looks like I'm, I could be completely wrong, but <laughs> it looks like Foyth like hooks his leg around him to try and get the ball, okay. and then can't get it and can't reach it. Okay, so he then gives Hazard a little nudge to to like push him out the way so he can reach the ball with his foot. Yeah. But the fact he's hooked his foot round and then gone in with a push. Okay, to me, I understand. I feel like if he'd have not hooked his foot round and sort of gave him the nudge, mm. it wouldn't have been. But oh. because he's hooked his foot round, I feel like that's where the penalty should have been given. 
Okay, I understand where you're coming from with that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Each to their own opinions. Absolutely, and... mate. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Kane grabs his 25th Premier League goal in London derbies, and what a goal it was. <sighs> Just left Kepper yeah. rooted. Absolutely. He didn't even move for it, did he? Just stood there no. and just went right into the net. But yeah, 25th Premier League goal in London derbies. Oh, he's some Sir, Sir Harry. <laughs> Sir Harry, indeed. Hey, Gareth Southgate is apparently in line to get a knighthood. Really? Yeah, I don't know if it was a bit of fake news that I was looking at. <laughs> but I, I saw somewhere a couple of weeks back that Southgate was in line to get knighted because he's got England to two semi-finals. No, in two... no, no, that's... No, 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 no. <laughs> Just no. He does... Hey, we all loved what England did in the World Cup. and But no, he doesn't... Maybe an OB or an MB. I can't remember which order they go in. If it goes MB to OB no, or no OB idea. to MB, but the lesser one I potentially. Three letters in front of your name or after your name, yeah. you're important. Definitely. <laughs> that's like that's like celebrating mediocrity for giving him a knighthood to get into the semi-finals <laughs> of the World Cup. No, do you know what I mean? We did something well. <laughs> it's like um, it's like the mentality with like children football at the moment. You don't even keep scores anymore. Oh, he's a trophy for just playing. Is that what they do? Pretty much, yeah. They're like they're trying to because <laughs> they're saying like kids don't enjoy because obviously you get all these parents on the sidelines screaming and swearing, and it's having a detrimental effect on kids wanting to play football. Yeah. So they're trying to take as much as much pressure off the kids by saying we're not keeping scores. It's like he's a trophy for playing stuff like that. I think that going goes up to like under eight or under tens and stuff like that. But that's yeah. how they start nowadays. Yeah, but it's like. I understand why they're doing it, but it's the same sort of theory. It's like he's a he's a knight up for getting to a semi final of the World Cup. It's like well done for taking part. He's a he's an award. It's like no knighted if we won it. Agreed. And semi finals in the Europe Nations League. Some some team some countries taking it as a glorified friendly tournament to start with. So it's not. Hey mate, have you seen who we've got? <laughs> We're gonna win that. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> then he can have his knighthood. I don't care. <laughs> hmm. Oh, waistcoat Wednesdays will be a thing, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> back to the game, though. Uh, being 2-0 up, this is the Spurs that we know and love. They, they were relentless. They were pressing Chelsea. Chelsea didn't have a clue what to do, do yeah. with them at all. And Son's goal just summed up both sides' game, really. Yeah. Um, Ali played the long ball into Son, and he literally just dances around the defence. Yeah, He's got Jorginho chasing him, who's can't keep up with him. David Luiz should have pulled across mm, and didn't pull across. Yeah. Pulled across too late, which left him a gap to squeeze through them both and then just slot it home. It was some goal. It was. Some it, was. it reminds me. You, can you remember of Hazard's me. goal against oh. Arsenal? Yeah. A couple of seasons back where he picks it up in centre circle and dances through them all and scores. It reminded me sort of like that. It was a top draw goal. Like Son just makes Son just makes it look so easy. He might have been helped by Chelsea's lackluster defending, but mm-hmm. it was a really well taken finish when he got into the position anyway. So, but yeah. he should have had no way of scoring a goal because he was running down the right wing. There was no one inside, so he's like, oh, "I'm going to have to cut in here and try go myself." And he does it. Crazy. Yeah, it's mental. Absolutely yeah. mental. That that guy is unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> sometimes he, he's top draw, Son Young Min. Yeah, um, Chelsea did manage to pull one back through Giroud, but 
you honestly wouldn't think this was the same side that were unbeaten until this point. Yeah, it was. It was like it wasn't the Chelsea that we've come to expect this season. Like before this no. game, I was um, with some lads because we've just been playing football. It was um, we we're on about like top fours, and it's like we're always saying like Chelsea easily, easily we're probably finishing the top four still. But like then yeah. there's a performance like this happens. I'm, I'm sure I'm still sure they will finish top four. It's just just really random. It's just one game that Chelsea it, haven't turned up. It's it's weird, like you say, because it's this just this one game. But throughout these these games that they've gone unbeaten, um, Jorginho's looked brilliant. Oh, yeah. He's, like, been, one he's, of the, he's, he's looked, been such a great signing for Chelsea. He has. But in this game, he just couldn't keep up with the pace at all. And Kante playing uh, in the role that he's been playing in. They should have just it, had Kante like, in his normal role. He'd have probably yeah. gave defence a bit more. Or even, even play with two holding midfielders. Like, I can understand and, why he's kind of doing like the Kante thing in the t- no disrespect against teams that are lesser because there's less need to be on a defensive mindset. Plus, Kanata, he's got such yeah. an engine. He's always just yeah. going to be buzzing about the box if you use him in that role. So he's always going to be that extra pass open. But yeah. he's the best defensive midfielder in the world in goal, can't he? I, I can't even... Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any way you can even use to argue that point. He's that good? No. The, the, I honestly can't think... Probably the closest one that comes to mind is either Casemiro from... Uh, Real. Real. But other than that, I can't think of anyone up top of me. But yeah, against a, against a, a very strong Spurs team away from home, you should be playing kind of in a defensive role just to be a bit more secure at the back. You've, you've still got Eden Hazard that can just do stuff on his own, so it's not as if it's going to be yeah. such a negative defensive performance away. It's, mm. I like I liked um, Sarri's post match interview where he was asked, "Did Barker do well when he came on?" Barker, and he was like, no. Barkley. 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 Did, Bar- <laughs> Did I say Barkley? Yeah, I'm sure you said Barker. <laughs> Anywho. Um, he, he was asked if Barkley did well when he came on, and he was like, no, no one did well. It was a poor performance. <laughs> and just said it how it is. But yeah, you're right. He's just saying how it is. Yeah, uh... That Barker had a bad game when he came on. <laughs> Barker. Oh, dear. <laughs> Let's fly through some of the. Other Premier League fixtures. Okay. Watford, Liverpool. Liverpool. Liverpool 3-0. And Salah scores his sixth league goal against Watford in just three games. Yeah, I'd play Watford. <laughs> Trent bangs in an absolute beauty of a free kick. Looks like he likes playing Watford too. <laughs> and Firmino has five goals and three assists against Watford. Hmm. I think he likes playing Watford as well. <laughs> Yeah, basically Liverpool just oh. run riot against Watford whenever they play them. But in all serious though, Trent's free kick was good. I really enjoyed Trent's free kick. On the back to a serious really? note for this game. Yeah, it was a good free kick by Trent. Cracker. Cracker. Uh West Ham pay- uh, West Ham got pasted by Man City. <laughs> and City have now scored twenty two goals against West Ham alone across the last two seasons. And David Silva has scored in all four of those games. Looks like City like playing West Ham. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> but no, with those facts, you can't really argue that though, can you? But um, um, yeah, City really City were just being City. I was just surprised it wasn't more. No, no, some of the, some of the scoreline City have knocked out recently. But yeah, 
But Christ you can't blame West Ham for this because City are just that good. Yeah, no, like to keep it to four is is like understandable when City are on the form that they're uh, on, especially when Leroy Sane is on the form that he's on as well. Uh, just crazy. quality, just quality. Um, Everton managed to pull off a 1-0 win against Cardiff uh, Andre Gomez had such a brilliant game certainly did mate. Was running the absolutely show. absolutely but it was uh, Sigurdsson that was the difference once again that's his 100th goal that Cardiff have now conceded mm. as well Gilfie does like playing for Everton mm. <laughs> just want to clarify as well <laughs> the 100th goal for Cardiff conceded in their Premier League history, not this season. <laughs> that is, is that just one season? <laughs> I think it's across no, two. Is I'm it? Yeah, we across two. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if 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 that's across two, that's really bad. Well, it's Cardiff. No disrespect to them. They, they would have came up and went straight back down. Surely, I'm pretty sure. Though, I'm pretty sure that's what happened in their last time they were up. Because they, 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 like, they, they had like Kenwin Jones up front and that, didn't they, that time round? Big, Jones, big, big Kenwin, the Trinidad striker. I'm sure he's Trinidad. <laughs> I'm sure he was. I'm, I'm sure he was. I'm, I'm sure he still is Trinidad from Trinidad. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, yeah, Sigurdsson. Uh, good, good little uh, tap-in, really. It just sort of rolled out to him to an empty net. Just sort of <laughs> Probably the him. easiest goal he scored this season because he has scored some absolute worldies. Yeah. To be he fair. Has, he really has. Absolute cracking player. But he's really he's really come to light at Everton because obviously he tried it at Spurs, didn't he? When he moved to Spurs. Yeah, but I think there's just too much yeah. competition for places at yeah. Spurs for him. But... He's now just got that free like number ten role, and he's just oh, he's relishing it. Being obviously, he did all right with Swansea because yeah. he was like the big fish in the small pond there. But he's, to be fair, Gilfie's probably still is the big fish oh, in yeah. this team, but he's got better yeah. players around him. There's more potential from the players around him as well because yeah. he's getting better service and he's just better movement around him. It's just better all around to play around Gilfie, so it's just making his life easier. It's allowing him to score yeah. worldies in some games and getting tappings in others. It's just. Brilliant stuff for Gilfie and he's flourishing on this Everton team. Was it like was it last week we were saying that Everton should be aiming to finish in seventh this season? Um, I think like was, the best I of the rest. Maybe not last week, maybe the week before. No, we've, but yeah, like I could see that with this Everton team. They're yeah, a decent they team. They've they've got a lot to develop as well. They've got they've got young defenders coming through. Like we've seen John Joe Kenny in the past. There's a few others yeah. like Titus Browning and defenders like that that could They've got Anton and Robinson is out on loan at Wigan yeah. as well. They've got, I think he's out on loan at Wigan. I don't know. I think I'm getting FM mixing with the real world here. <laughs> does happen. I play football manager quite a bit, so that just sometimes does happen. They've got Kieran. But, um, they've definitely got some good defenders as well. Oh God, Kieran Dowell. Here we go. Um, they've got Adam Luckman yeah. as well. And to be fair, he's probably the big the goal kid. In this game. He <laughs> the almost big got kid. himself one. <laughs> And they've got obviously Calvert Lewin as well, who's another young striker. And Tom Davis, he's still like 20, 19, yeah, 20 years he old. He gets first team football. Crazy, isn't it? Pretty much week in, week Captain out for everything, oh, Tom Davis. But yeah. Captain. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Good lad. But Brighton played Leicester. And Glenn Murray. Yusuf Carl. There it is. Makes it 100 Premier League appearances. And also grabs his 101st goal for Brighton. 
When I first read that, I, I pretty much thought that I said he's had 100 Premier League games, got 100 pre- 101 Premier League goals. It's like, it would what? not surprise me. <laughs> Get him that England cap. But obviously, it's, it's 100 Premier League games across different at different teams. clubs. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's been at a few different Premier League clubs yeah. before Glenn Murray. So. Yeah. And then he's obviously got his 101st goal for Brighton across all leagues. So yeah. just in case anyone was struggling with that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a big call from the ref, though, to give Madison a second yellow for diving. Right decision, though. And well yeah, 100%. 100%. It was a second yellow. It was, and the first yellow was a stu- it was stupid as well. Yeah, it was just, silly tackle, no need. He'll learn from that, because obviously we talk about Madison has been around for a while because we massive fans of him here, but obviously yeah. he's still very young, Madison. Yeah. Like early twenties, he's yeah. still got development in. Like it, it's such a big call to make someone diving like that, and for him to do it on a yellow and give him the second yellow. Yeah, so it's bad cool. mentality. That it was like I don't understand Madison even thinking about going for a dive. Like, do you think such a risk? Do you think it's part of players' instincts now? Yeah, I do think that's like, part of the issue because obviously, he's not, I know he's a lot of people. I know a lot of people will see the tackle coming in. And get ready to go down in anticipating the, like the, yeah. the actual connection, yeah. the collision. I do see people doing that an awful lot more than what they used to, but and I think this was probably one of those times. But yeah, it's not good. Yeah, like there's there's no like um, like I, I was watching you know on Sky Sports late at night when they show all old like. Like Gary Neville's yeah. soccer box and stuff like that, or scoreboard. Yeah, box, yeah, yeah. It's called. I can't remember what it's called, but um, the, he sits down with like a, an old Premier League striker or something like that, and they go through goals yeah. and etc. And you look at some of them goals and you think, Jesus Christ! And then there's times where defenders will come sliding in, they'll just hop over them and be like, I'm yeah, scoring this home. I'm I'm going to take plaudits this way instead of going down, getting a penalty, and possibly missing it. Yeah. Like, like, the mentality is completely yeah. different in football nowadays. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Like, Absolutely. The the fact that it's pure instinct to just hop over <laughs> and jump to the floor is Yeah, like in football, like I've played like you've played football, I've played football, like on a like eleven side match or something, or yeah. even a six side match. If you see someone coming at you, you do try to dodge out the way. Yeah. <laughs> you don't literally leave a leg until you get hit. Because the last thing you really want to do is get hit. Yeah. You want to get past them with the ball or just... No one... I... Obviously, people like to be the tough and hard man, but you don't really go to the football match to take hits, do you? You yeah. go to get past people. Yeah, or... Exactly. At the end of the day, you don't want to get injured, do you? No. So you don't leave limbs in to get potentially hit. <laughs> so just weird. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> Speaking of weird, well, actually, it's not weird. Man United drew against Palace. Next. <laughs> yep, next. <laughs> Bournemouth Arsenal. Now, it has almost been exactly 10 years since Bournemouth were on minus points in League Two after going into administration. And then in December that year, Eddie Howe got appointed, and the rest is history. Yeah, like obviously, what a because t- obviously there's been stories of some clubs that have gone up. Like Wigan did the similar sort of thing. Like, yeah. like as a Carlisle fan, once I think it was like ninety five, ninety six. Yeah. Um, Swansea won the league. Wigan came second. Carlisle came third. We all got promoted to um, league now. What is now known as League One, and they've just obviously not so much Wigan. They and 
Well, Swansea, they're both in the Championship now, but obviously Wigan dropped down to League One yeah, yeah. last season. But it's just showing that some of these lesser-known clubs have gone up the divisions. Yeah, and like you look why, can't, why can't Carlisle do it? But yeah. Because <laughs> the garbage. Yeah, you said it. Um, yeah, you look at teams like Southampton, like push the way up the leagues and and not only push the way up, but they've become a, a regular Premier League team. Maybe not at end of season with Southampton, but Bournemouth definitely. They've they've like I was gonna say Southampton have always been around the top. It wasn't as if Southampton rose from the actual league too, because obviously a couple of seasons ago they did because obviously they were in League One because that's when they won the Johnson Pay Trophy and beat Carlisle in the final five yeah. one. I think Gary Medine scored our only goal that game, but because um, <laughs> I think mean, but, but Man City were in League One not so like not a ridiculous long time ago. Yeah, it's crazy, look at them it? now, filthy Richie Rich Rich. They are. Who knows? It might happen to Sunderland. Well, I hope it happens to Carl and we get put right back up. Well. <laughs> We've had one division in top flight, I can say that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure quite a few teams can say that. <laughs> well, I'm sticking on to the facts. We've, like, I think it was like 1972 or something. But hey, Jesus oh. Christ. Um, Jefferson Lerma had a really unfortunate game in this one. Really it was some own goal. It was a it hit. Was. It really was. Like a striker would be proud How of that. How are you proud of that for an own goal? Jeez, like it was a really good finish. <laughs> but um, no, obviously it was unfortunate, but yeah. Yeah, it was. But yeah, it, it happened and it was quality. Yeah. Um, he then gave away the free kick that led to Arsenal's uh, second goal. Yeah. He had that lovely shot that struck the post. Mm. And then he picked up a booking as well. It was, it was so hot and cold for him all day for this game. Was it last week? Oh, no, it wasn't last week, but the week before he actually got his first goal for the club, didn't he? He did. So, probably mixed emotions for the lad right now at Bournemouth. But yeah. <laughs> just one game, though. Yeah, it's, um, he showed glimpses of uh, what he can do. But yeah. It just went really in the right place after that own goal, I don't think. No, not really. It, it flattered Arsenal as well, because Bournemouth were doing really well. Yeah. And uh, for for the equaliser as well, just for half-time, like, you'd think Bournemouth were going to get something out of it. But yeah, of course. Arsenal being Arsenal and Aubameyang being Aubameyang didn't happen. And then Wolves played Huddersfield for me in one of the shock fixtures where Huddersfield managed to pick up a 2-0 win and jump to 14th in the Premier League. What a massive three points that is. I don't think anyone called this result. No one at all. Because Wolves, are like, like you said, have been highly rated so far. They've had decent... Very, well, very good start to the season for a team that's just been promoted from the Championship. Yeah. And... To get beat two 0 at home by Huddersfield, who let's admit have been rubbish as well this season. Yeah, they've lacked chances. Well, they've lacked creating chances, and Mounier has the most has re- recorded the most shots without a goal so far this season. Sounds about right. Like it, it will eventually drop for him, and he did have two cracking headers in this game, if I remember rightly. He rose above all defense and. They were power headers as well, but they were dealt with. Yeah, um, well, you never know. Never know. He might have one of those seasons like Adiak and Bay did one goal in a whole Premiership season. <laughs> he much played every game for Leicester that season. But <laughs> it could get worse for him. 
It could. It really could. Um, Aaron Moy grabbed himself both the goals and the first was a lovely place to yeah. finish from outside of the box. Yeah. And the second, poor, delightful free kick. Absolutely. He had a very really good game, Aaron Moy. We managed to dodge it, Matt. What? What we dodged? We've we've recorded slightly earlier than usual. On yeah, because we're such buzzy people. Yes. And we have managed to dodge the absolute thigh rubber that is a Monday night game, Burnley Newcastle. Hey, this is this is gonna have goals galore. Like we do this that thing again where it's like, oh what a great win it was for Burnley. Three one tonight. Like Chris Wood banged them in all like, oh, Newcastle last minute winner by Solomon Rondon. It's like <laughs> then he's like, cut it out and edit it in. I'm so pleased we managed to dodge it because I remember saying a few weeks back that Newcastle would be on a Monday night game, and it, we were saying that Monday night games are like becoming a thing now. They were becoming a good game, but yeah, until Newcastle came along and it's here. So I'm telling you, this I bet this game has goals in it. Go what, for what, go for go for over two point five bet on this or something. I would. Right, I think Newcastle will win it as well. I'm going to go Newcastle two one. I'm, see, I was going to go Newcastle, but I was going to go Newcastle 3-2. Ooh. And so you just say it's going to be such a boring game that you put it down as a 3-2. This is what I'm wanting to happen, not what's going to happen. <laughs> is it all just five tappings just from nowhere? It's like the ball is just held up in the middle of the park forever. It's like, yeah. oh, the ball's gone forward. Oh, oh it's a goal. <laughs> Pretty much. But with that out of the way... We're going to bring back a section that we have not had in quite some time. Last season, really early on, we had a section that was called Home From Home. And what we did is we picked out a, a league team, a football league team, either Championship League 1, League 2, and we had a look at a bit of their history, found out a few facts about them, and shared them. Yeah, man. So this week... Matt has taken full control of this and he's going to tell us about a team he's selected from the lower leagues. Apologies in advance for all you Walsall Town fans out there. It's your oh, club. It, it's your club. Oh, about. is it Walsall? Oh, I should say Walsall Town. That's what, that's what they used to be called. Fun fact, guys. Used to, used to, <laughs> what a segue this is. Fun fact. Walsall began as two separate teams, Walsall Town and Walsall Swifts. But came together to form Walsall that you all now love. Oh, you know, so that's why they got Swift Swift on the look. Correct, sir. There we go. Yeah. I'm liking there this. You go go. And get some more. Okay. Do you know a very interesting fact about Andy Cook, Walsall's top goal scorer? <sighs> what? Why are you doing with that noise? Oh. Oh, what's that I about? I don't know what's coming. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. I don't, don't want to know. <laughs> well, you'll never guess what. Did he used to play for Carlisle? No, but he started his career there. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry, I had to get there. It was too, too obvious. Um, they're called the Saddlers, basically, because Walsall is known as traditional centre for the saddle manufacture. As in horses? Yeah, yeah man. The things you put on a horse to ride them. The saddle. Ah. Like, so, you know, you've been blitzed in Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Walsall <laughs> make them. Not the horses or the game. The saddles will get put on the horses, yeah? Ah, that's quite cool. I never knew that. 
Yeah, and last but not least, oh, fair one. they moved into the now-known Bank Stadium. I I still call it the Best Scott Stadium because I've always known it as. Yeah. Um, was opened in 1990 by the one and only Sir Stanley Matthews. Really? Yeah, man. Bloody hell. Bit of history yeah. to Warsaw, then. There you go. Is, is that what we've got? Is that is that as done? That's it. I'm out. <laughs> I, 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 if you want, I'm sure I can find some more players that used to play for Carlo from Warsaw. Um, I think we've we've had enough, mate. <laughs> Let's move on then. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about their game <laughs> this week, shall we? Uh, well, Warsaw were at home and they played against Sunderland, and th- annoyingly they were two 0 up. Yeah. Um, Gordon got the opener for Warsaw, and then Ginnelly. Uh, yeah, Ginnelly, 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 something like that. Scored an absolute. Pearl of a goal. Absolutely. What a beauty that Well, he was. just cuts it off the left-hand side, skips a play, and just drills it top right. It was a brilliant goal from the lad. Yeah. Brilliant goal. Um, all this obviously happening after uh, Max Power got himself sent off. Rightfully so. For a straight red. And yeah, like you say, rightfully so. Just the whole story of first, uh, first bad touch by... No, a bad first touch, I should say, from Max Power. So, obviously, he's just stretching out to try and recover the ball. Missed the ball, straight into the player's shield. Could have been a like, breaker, red card. Get off that pitch. Yep. Right, yep. so... Um, Aidan McGeady gets one back for Sunderland. Yeah, about 60 minutes in, something like that. And then, oh, it all goes belly up for Walsall. As Gooch. Linden. <laughs> Linden Gooch. <laughs> Goose. You're a child. Gets the level in the 89th minute. And Sunderland walk away with a point. It's a, sh- it's a shame, really, for Walsall, but it's football. Yeah, really. no, it might be a curse thing I do. I only pick teams that either draw or lose, so it's a bit of a double-edged thing. It's, it's more of a pick-up for the team. Like, oh, we're getting featured on Football Foundry this week. That makes up for getting beat at the weekend or drawing. <laughs> silver ca- silver card and all that. Silver lining and all that, I should say. <laughs> but yeah. Well, Walsall currently sit 11th in the league yeah. and Sunderland are second. So, a, a point. Disappointed that they that they let the lead slip, yeah. but a point would be a fair result for that game. Sunderland will be over the moon probably with a point. They definitely will be. To keep up with Portsmouth, because Portsmouth are flying. Absolutely. Believe they're still top. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, yeah, but and I, I need a, a game of the week from you, please. Oh, this is where I'm also unprepared. Let's have a look. What we got? What we got? What we got? Oh, Tottenham Chelsea. Yeah. Why not? Can't can't look yeah. past it, can you? Tottenham Chelsea. Absolute yeah. riveting performance from the Spurs. R- riveting. Yes, and I want to watch from you as well, please. There's, like there's said, some very unprepared for this. Coming up, we've got Merseyside oh. Derby. We've got Notts County versus Carlisle oh. t- tomorrow night. God. We've got that. <laughs> Get out. But <laughs> Cardiff Wolves, we've got ooh, we've got City Bournemouth, Newcastle West Ham, Southampton United. Let's not look at that one. That will be oh, a Oh god, it's Derby Central on yep. Sunday. Super Sunday. Arsenal, Tottenham. Arsenal, Tottenham. I'm going to go Something. Liverpool, Everton because Everton are in some fine form. Yeah. And, uh, could could cause an upset to Liverpool, maybe. 
Potentially, mm. potentially, because obviously Derby. But I was going to say, in Derby's the form goes out the window, but Everton are still doing all right. It's just obviously not the same level as Liverpool, but. Yeah. Stranger things have happened, so it wouldn't surprise me if Everton were to able to, able to nick something from that match. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Definitely so. But that is everything from us this week. So if you would like to get in touch, you can do so by finding us on Twitter. At Footy Foundry. <laughs> Don't know why there was such a big pause between at and... I was, I was making it dramatic. <laughs> Um, you can find us on Facebook by searching for www. Oh, the wrong bit. The Football Foundry. Just, just Football Foundry for that one. .com. Or you can go to oh, our website. Which oh, is... ruined it. <laughs> Boo. Oh, website. Oh, did you say website? Oh, I've added the website one before the Facebook one. That's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Can we have the website? Oh, the website one, <laughs> which is www.thefootballfoundry.com. God. I've had too much air this morning. It's too early to be recording. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, oh God, you've completely thrown me off. <laughs> what about our beautiful partners? Oh, yeah. Um, a huge thanks to our partners, the Beautiful Game Network. You can find them on Twitter by searching for... Art... The BGN FM. You can indeed. And then finally, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves. They are the official scarf supplier of the MLS, USL, and US Soccer. You can get yourself a custom-made scarf for your team at... RoughneckScarves.com There it is. Well, another week wrapped up, and hopefully this one's a full episode. <laughs> Touch wood. Touch wood yeah. Fair, they might have just got up to like the United game. It's like next. <laughs> yeah, just like boring. I've just said next. Cut the podcast. And <laughs> what's next? You've stopped. <laughs> well, if you would like to say goodbye, Matt, because this week they might actually hear it. Goodbye, Matt. As this week they might actually hear it. <laughs> God. Thank you very much for listening, and thank you for your patience with last week's episode as well. <laughs> we will be with you next week. This podcast is part of Britpot Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or BritpodScene on Twitter to find out more.